Matthew 5, 1 through 12 is our gospel lesson, and it is the Beatitudes. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Beatitudes come up fairly often in the three-year cycle of the Revised Common Lectionary. I've never found them particularly easy to preach on. I've always preferred that Jesus himself were here to explain exactly what he meant. But this time, upon first reading, I have a new lens with which to read. Frankly, I'd still like for Jesus himself to be here to interpret. This is what strikes me on this November 1, five years to the date of beginning as pastor of Flower Mound Presbyterian Church. And it is this, how much we have in common. Not just us, but all of humanity. My lens this morning isolates the first clause of each beatitude, and I would invite you to read them in that same way. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers, those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed are those who have been reviled, persecuted, and uttered evil against. I think we spend so much time on the second half of what we are going to be blessed with that we sort of leave the first half in the margins. Perhaps Jesus is inviting us to remember that we are they. If we went around the sanctuary this morning, we could each share occasions when we have felt misled or taken advantage of or taken for granted and many more scandals against us we could list. We have the common experience of being proverbially on the short end of the life experience stick. I remember as a child drawing from the sticks to tell who went first or who got to pick dinner that night. And the short end of the stick mostly meant you lost. 
I think I lost a fried chicken dinner one time that way. Now, in the society into which Jesus was born, the blessed were considered the wealthy, the ones on top, the elite, the powerful. You see, God blessed them with such things as power, wealth, economic security, authority. But Jesus turns the whole totem pole upside down. The last will be first. The first will be last. The poor will eat and the rich will be sent away empty-handed as Mary sings. Blessedness in Jesus comes not from being on the top of the heap, but from being on the bottom. In the year 2020, we may feel like we are squirming around on the bottom, something like a catfish, looking up, wondering, has God left the planet, or at least, when, O oh Lord, will this be over? Will it be on Wednesday, or will it be in 360 more Wednesdays? We may have experienced poverty in spirit, as Matthew says, or as Luke shortens it, we may simply be poor. We may be mourning the loss of how things used to be or of our loved ones today. We may be meek and starved for justice and right relationship with God and neighbor once more. Our land, our people, clearly are starving for something more. Now these are states we have in common as humans. Part of our human experience is the same, and that's so that we can help each other. If you look closely, the whole of the Beatitudes is written in plural. It is meant to be the truth for the community. When you mourn, I mourn. When you are hungry, I too am hungry. When you don't have enough, none of us has enough. I recall an important moment at Bright. When our New Testament professor said, at the table, the officiant should say, here is the bread, here is the wine, and here are the poor. If one is hungry, we all are hungry. The blessings call forth our common humanity. It is by our experience that we are bound. We can see it maybe not on each other's smiles or faces, but in each other's eyes. We are bound by human common experience. And for us, this is good news. When we feel forsaken, when we feel alone, God blesses us with one another. God remains steadfast and faithful, blessing us beyond belief. 
That's what it is to be blessed, to be the blessed. When we are poor, we we receive the kingdom of heaven. When we mourn, we receive comfort. When we are meek, or in the Greek word, praus, we are strong but gentle and inherit the earth. That word meek describes Jesus later, gentle and humble in heart. To be praus or meek is to be gentle and to inherit the earth. All of these blessings put together, Jesus tells us, put us in good company with the prophets who were blessed as they preached the gospel and when they had to, they used words. What's more important than our words is our actions. The prophets didn't always have a good word to share, did they? They had a word that was troubling. They had a word that was a warning. They had a word that was to help them live in a way that was pleasing to God. As Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson often said, don't merely talk the talk, walk the walk. To talk isn't enough, or after all, talk is cheap. But doing something isn't. When I share common experiences with each of you, I am buoyed by the love we feel for one another. When we ask the hard questions, we find hope. When others lament with us, it's a both and. It's a together, not alone. I couldn't have made it this far in my journey of grief after losing Matthew if I hadn't been able to lament with you, to find solace in your comfort. When we share our grief and sorrow, when we share meals with someone who is ill, We enter into our common humanity, and we are blessed. We are blessed in the giving and in the receiving. After some poor decisions and worse consequences made by King David, he wrote Psalm 13. And remember, this would have been in song form. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep the sleep of death, and my enemy will say, I have prevailed. My foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But 
but I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. David had hit perhaps rock bottom and in crying out to God, he found his salvation. Jesus says, blessed are you when you have hit rock bottom, you will rise up. That could be the next beatitude. The Beatitudes offer words of hope. They are about more than happiness or fleeting reward. The Beatitudes are warm blankets in winter and a cool drink in the heat of Texas summer. They inspire us to keep on keeping on, to follow our call as disciples to do what we need to do so that our talk isn't just talk, that our talk is converted into walk, walking for God, acting on God's behalf. As I've sought God's answer to my old question, do I retire now? I've heard God reassure me that God's not finished with me yet. I will find ways to minister. Each one of us will find ways to minister in a brand new way. Because ministry isn't something we say for a rainy day. It isn't something we retire from. In fact, it is how we treat one another. Day in and day out. It is heeding God's call to be the body of Christ during COVID-19 and afterward, during hurricane season and out of season, through fire, wind, rain, and at all times. Blessed are you, the merciful, for you will receive mercy. Blessed are you, the pure in heart. For you will see God. Blessed are you, the peacemakers. For you will be called children of God. Blessed are you who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad. For your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. God is the God of blessing. God is the great I am. God is the one who was, who is, and who is to come. God is Jesus Christ, whose name is Emmanuel. God with us, literally, the M-E-M means us. The Manu, M-A-N-U, means with. And the L means God. Emmanuel, God with us. We are blessed and we are bound. 
by our experience and by our faith. Praise the Lord for that. Hallelujah. Amen. Seated or standing, let us say what it is that we believe using the question and answer one from the larger catechism. What is the chief end of man? To glorify God and enjoy God forever. Amen.